Welcome back, my name is Last Snow Meal and welcome to the episode 35 of the Cyberpunk 2077 community podcast. Hopefully everything is okay because today with me I have the usual bunch starting from the ra- right. Mad Queen, what's up? Greetings Earthlings. The Neon Arcade. What's up, hello. And Subsidian from the Triple S League. Aye aye, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week, guys? Pretty relaxing. Nah. Had a relaxing week. We got some. Finally, we got some news. So <laughs> finally, decided to talk about some of the little tidbits that we got. The scraps. Oh yeah, it wasn't much, but uh, we did learn some things. And um, especially when you have the drought season, like all of us had with the news, right. this is great. <laughs> um, did anyone check? The, I think people can hear us, so we are good. All right. The, now, the first thing I wanna <laughs> kind of get out of the way. It's uh, probably. The, the vehicle everyone is talking about, the, uh, the Cybertruck. <laughs> first off, first off. You mean, you mean this, 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 uh, this vehicle that had the undestructible windows that uh, were destructed on the showcase? That keynote was, uh, didn't go so well, did it? Uh, no, no. It wasn't as polished. <laughs> so what, what do you think about this vehicle? <laughs> I think it's mad it's a, ugly. It's super cyberpunk because it's made uh, by, by rich people for rich people and it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's to live in a world where, where people are so scared they need to have like some sort of uh, undestructible car. Which, by the way... Um, like, why would the average consumer need that? I don't well, know. I, mean, I, I guess it's like where you live. There's I, a couple of really that, good like, things about it. Yeah, I can see that like, being used in like Rio de Janeiro or something. Because aren't all their cars like armored anyways? Is it like where? Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Oh, I don't know. I think some areas yeah. favelas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I mean, just in general, it's 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 the concept is like sound, and like. It, I don't understand why everybody hates it so, so much. Like, there's a lot of people who are like, it looks like a DeLorean. And yeah, DeLoreans are pretty cool. <laughs> they are. Am, I, am I the only one who doesn't think... It's not that people hate it. It's, it's, that it's not very original. It's not the first time that we see the signs like this and quote-unquote futuristic cars. In fact, my, yeah. my brother has been, has been doing a thread on, on Twitter with different designs of cars. And basically, this is a copy. And it's mm. been sold like it's like, oh, super original. No, it's not. Hmm. Well, the te- the Tesla design is so cool, and then this one is just like completely out to left field. They could have yeah. just added this tactus onto the like Tesla line, right? Made a Tesla truck or something. That would have been cool. Yeah. I I really I like. I mean, I'll, I'll give it that it it's not doesn't look the absolute best that that you know it might have been able to, hmm. but at the same time. It's like that quad in the back is absolutely amazing. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it could be. This is just a prototype. I mean, again, this is a kind of a prototype version. But especially like if people seen the inside, it's really, really simplistic. Did they show the inside? They showed the inside. Uh, right? Yeah, it's basically one like huge LED screen, LCD screen, whatever they have in mm-hmm. every Tesla, and then there's the steering wheel, and then like a marble, how would I say, board in front of it, and that's it. Pretty much, <laughs> it's really well, it's, empty. Self driving, right? It still is self driving. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You can get the self driving option. It costs seven k extra. Okay. It doesn't. I think it doesn't come default. No matter what engine you get. Mm-hmm. 
but it is, it is different. It is going to stand out. I think that was their goal all along, just to stand out. And I, Elon already tweeted that they sold about 146,000 of these. I mean, pre-ordered. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, what he didn't say is that the shares of the company dropped after what happened <laughs> in the reveal. After I the, think the rock? In my, in my humble opinion, I think that's a ploy. I think they do these bad, um, these bad, like, like public events mm-hmm. where Elon kind of screws up. Then the stock price drops and then the company like buys back a bunch of the stock. And then a few weeks later, when the stock is like up 5%, then they sell it and they make a 10% profit. Like, <laughs> well, it's like, not in my humble opinion, I think isn't that illegal? legitimately what, what's going on. Because like, if you look at the numbers, it's like, he goes on Joe Rogan and smokes weed and he gets, and, and the, the thing tanks and then it shoots back up again. And then he does that again and again. And, and it's always, I mean, I'm just saying billionaires, you know, they do what they do to make money. They don't do what they do to, you know, entertain people. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think this is like legitimately like makes me scratch my head going. Mm, yeah. I think this is a, uh, I think this is very interesting. Mm. And we do read the chat, Jack. We do. We'll, we'll get into it. Should you pre-order? Yeah, yeah, yeah you should. <laughs> pre-order on GOG. Yeah. Do you want to support the developers? Of course. That's that's why that's when they actually get one hundred percent of the profit goes to CD Projekt Capital Group. If you buy it every, anywhere else, they get a percentage, as it is with mm-hmm. everyone, pretty much. But uh, to go back to the vehicle, like, yeah, obviously he is going for that cyberpunk um, look to it that we've seen in Blade Runner, that we've seen in Division that people had of cyberpunk back in the day. So in one sense, yeah, it is a copy. In the other sense, I would like it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't, I don't especially it? like cars. Hmm? I mean, car, cars are made for things. Are, are things that take you from one place to the other. So, Except... Except extremely, cool. extremely cool designs, which I don't think it is, in my mm. personal opinion. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a car. It's okay. a car. And by the way, I thought if the car is indestructible, then if you have an accident, the the, uh, the outside of the car doesn't absorb the impact and is worse for the people inside. It's not that uh, security no, for the car. That's not- that's not necessarily true because you have airbags in the vehicle. So if if the majority of deaths from automotive from car accidents is when the vehicle is crushed and you know crushed into the person inside the vehicle. Uh, a big one is the fact that like on head-on collisions, the engine usually ends up in the like in the middle of the car, and there's a couple of uh, car companies that. Uh, I think it might just be the one they designed the engine to be on a track system so that when you smash into a hard object, the vehicle follows or the engine block follows the track and goes down into the ground. And these are the, the accidents. If you ever see them on tape where the car like hits something straight, but then the car almost like flips up mm-hmm. because it's dumping the engine on the ground instead of into the, you know, the lap of the driver. Mm-hmm. And so, having a vehicle that doesn't smash anything is actually good as so long as you have equal protection inside for the, for the fleshy bits floating around on the inside of the vehicle. Yeah. 
what are the sta- safety standards for this? Because uh, this thing, I don't know, like, <laughs> how would you, how do you drive this and expect like in a, in a, in an accident, like the other person is going to be like, cause I talked with someone like the, how the, the shape of the vehicle looks, if it goes mm-hmm. straight into the other car, it's going to cut it in half with that speed. <laughs> <laughs> like literally is... <laughs> the upper part yeah, of kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. That includes people. Because <sighs> I don't think it's gonna go up once it hits something. It's like the lower part is gonna stay when the the frontal part of the other car is gonna be because of the height. So the the pointy thing is going straight for the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> so damn. But we'll see, we'll see. But anyway, there were some rumors, and I'll just leave it to that, rumors that it might be included in Cyberpunk 2077 just because of a tweet. Yeah, well, I guess I guess if, if uh, Alan really wants to, to make some product placement, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk Please. 2077 is the place to do it. Please, no. <laughs> that, that stranding monster thing left yeah. a weird taste in my mouth. I don't. I don't think product placement is... Yeah, very good in games. Mm. I guess I, I think you mean like the monsters, the monster drink in yeah. In I was so jarring. Yeah, yeah, there was that. <laughs> he drinks. He drinks like two, like twenty of them an hour. <laughs> like, like I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that the actual story of Death Stranding is a dude who's in the hospital because he's overdosed on Monster Energy drinks. <laughs> And it's all everything's happening in his head, and it's like and this is why you have such like. You did got, did like, you play Death Stranding, hype? No, no, I didn't. But well, I wish the monster thing was the worst. <laughs> I I know, I know. In we terms of product, I just leave it there. <laughs> is there anything um, else in that game? Like product? Yes, yes. You you uh, you have to make Amazon deliveries all around. Amazon, ah. but, it's not, <laughs> but it's not actually called Amazon, right? No, it's called Amazon. It's called. Uh, Shit. I played the whole game and now I don't remember the, the name of the company. It's the name What's of the company. Thing? And they say it like every five minutes. Bridges. Bridges. Bridges, yeah. They say his name every five seconds. Yes. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's a, a made-up thing for the universe, right? That's not a real-life well, product. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, a game that it's about connecting people, like, you know... If you have also the product placement of Nokia, you could they keep repeating, connecting people. And so the company is called Bridges. Mm. My God. I... All, all the names of the things revolve around the theme. In case, mm-hmm. in case you didn't notice what the game is about because you're making the fucking deliveries of Amazon. <laughs> I never but expect- then, but then after after all this, after all the deliveries, then they put your Matt Smickelson and you forget how bad the game is actually. <laughs> I was I was surprised when I saw that because I didn't know Hideo was actually someone who was going to put product placement into his universe. That's going well, to be I mean, tainted. It's not. It's actually it's not. It's not that bad. The product. The pro- I I, did, I even believe that it's that it's that bad. The product placement. That it's not one of the most annoying things. Mm. I mean, for if you get some extra money to make the, the the game, I'm totally fine with it. That there's so many it. there's so many companies in the lore and products in the lore. They don't need to do that at all. Like take real life products and put them in the game. I think that would be so weird. No, but they can do the other way around. They can license brands in the game to have uh, I don't Nicola in real life. That would be cool. I'd be mm. okay with that. That would be cool. 
In fact, I, I go to a bar that it's next next to where I live. Mm -hmm. That is, um, they have big screens to watch esports there, and they have Nuka Cola. Really? Nice. Well, they had yeah. they had those for the boots. They had like all the different types of beers that were from the universe or whatever. <laughs> yes, they had at the boots at E three so. and stuff like that. Yes, that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, we, we so imagine that you can just go to the supermarket and buy Nicola. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, then go figure out how it's going to taste, though. Yes. Maybe do like a marketing campaign with Coca-Cola onto bringing that, to bring beverage mm -hmm. from cyberpunk onto the kind of a real life. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, uh, now I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about uh, drinks that I had in my life that were, that came from, that were from marketing, like, I don't know, the uh, the Simpsons beer that was horrible. The Iron, mm -hmm. Iron Maiden beer was also horrible. And uh, I guess there's more. But there's, there's can... more, more, most, mostly an American thing. We don't get that much in Europe, I believe. Uh, no, no. Smash, scavenge Doritos today, finally. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, even, if, even if they include um, the Cybertruck in the game, it's probably going to be some really, really hidden Easter egg. I, I think there's a strong possibility that we will see it like somewhere within the game at some point mm. because it's, it's yes, it was a bad, terrible presentation, but honestly it's now meme, like it's, it's mm. achieved meme status overnight. And you, you see the image where he's like standing in front of the car and it's got the two broken windows. How much you want to bet we're going to see a truck with those exact or pretty close to those two smash points on it somewhere. <laughs> if not, actually getting the full on like um, the, the the full on like game or sorry uh, the the truck as a truck that you can actually drive around in game. Mm. Like I think I think that's not. I don't think that's out of um, the realm of possibility. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think this is like really 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 possible mm -hmm. because like i said it's 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 meme status and it's like mm -hmm. really awesome i think it's better if you do like a slight nod slight nod to it like the the two mm -hmm. broken the two broken uh windshield panes like you said <laughs> instead of overtly just having it in there but that's just my opinion yeah well we'll see We'll see. I'm sure. I'm sure mods will put it in there. Some. Oh yeah. Yes, it's not, it's not, they always have mods. Like, Keanu Reeves in the Tesla truck. Like there's already <laughs> there's already like mockups. Uh, didn't uh, last time? Didn't you put that in your last thumbnail for your last video? Is the 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 uh, kind of like a mockup of the truck into like more of a sporty truck with like colors and stuff? Uh, you mean the, the thumbnail? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, that like there's already people doing that, and mm -hmm. like, where did you get that? Did you get that from directly from? Uh, I saw that on Twitter. I think someone edited that. Just, right? just googled Cybertruck, and I applied yeah. the gradient over yeah. it. That was about it. So that that's that's like that's pretty darn cool already. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's not bad. I mean, people are gonna people who do buy this, they're gonna mod this hard, especially from the exterior. Mm -hmm. In a sense, I already like ugh, imagine like the the things people are gonna put. There. <laughs> but, well, I don't know. I don't know. Can you imagine how devastated people are gonna be if we don't get mod support at this point? <laughs> We've been talking about it a lot, as if it's like a confirmed, confirmed thing. 
Yeah, well, we do. Hold up. People is yeah. always going to be able to make mods, even if that's not the mod kit. I mean, this is true. That's be- yeah. there's people who don't, who doesn't need any, anything like that to be able to do mods. That's true. So yeah. we're going to have mods, yes. Or, yes or yes. I'm amazed by those people. Like, you don't have a toolkit, but you somehow are able to pull it off. Jeez. Because they know what they are doing. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Man. So cool to know, but <laughs> just thinking to editing. But oh, anyway, uh, any closing? Yes, we can jump to the multiplayer thing. Yeah, let's go to the multiplayer. This is <laughs> multiplayer has been something which has been you know kind of dividing people. At least that's what I first like when I said that. Uh, oh, there could be a possibility for multiplayer in Cyberpunk. People got like, oh, what? No, no, no! Don't include that. Don't taint the single player experience. But wait, wait a second. Sorry to interrupt you because I just remembered. I just mm-hmm. remembered one thing that someone put in the in the comments. A gorilla fan. Hey guys, my birthday is tomorrow. Can I get a happy birthday from you guys on the chat? Happy birthday, gorilla happy fan! Happy birthday, man! Happy, happy birthday. birthday. I I was gonna sing a happy birthday song, but then I realized like ninety ninety percent of them are are copyrighted and would, would end up getting the uh, the video. Like seriously, there's so many, but but yeah, seriously, happy birthday for everybody who's who's having a good birthday or or another good special day. But yeah, no, there's there's a lot of like. Uh, is uh, another YouTuber that I watch a lot, and his girlfriend will like hum or sing tunes like really well, and that'll end up getting the video either demonetized or something jeez like, wow yeah it's, it's brutal it's like wow can't that's, even do that that's not fun yeah well seeing someone's birthday is like oh no 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 <laughs> demonetized <laughs> why do you do this but yeah happy birthday to you and um hopefully you have a nice day tomorrow now to go back to the multiplayer um mm-hmm. there were some talks around it that um they want to have value for money basically um, this is, uh, this is something they said, uh, with Adam Kaczynski, I want to say that this was an interview with, um, Adam Kaczynski and he said, we're exploring, uh, various possibilities and so far it is not the time for precise determination directions. Although it can be safely said that we will not compromise our own policy contracts with players. Monetization will be intelligent and we will ensure that how always deliver valuable products in exchange for payment received. What do you think mm-hmm. about that? People is shouting microtransactions. I mean, uh, we we already know, we already knew, we always knew that they had to monetize the multiplayer. We said that yeah. millions of times. And we're wondering how are they going to monetize the multiplayer? But it's obvious that they need to monetize the multiplayer. They need to pay servers, they need to pay things. Mm-hmm. If you do a quick Google search about how much servers actually cost, you'll be pretty amazed. Like just a rudimentary search about how much these things cost, they have to monetize this. Otherwise, they're losing so much money. Yes, of course, they have to monetize the multiplayer. I mean, I mean, I mean, I believe that it's obvious. Mm-hmm. They can do it in smart ways that doesn't, like they said, fragment their audience, but they have to do it. Yes, I mean, it's, again, obvious. As long as they don't, they don't do it as Fallout 76, we'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> Cyberpunk first, <laughs> but but what, but what's what's good? You see, when you think about microtransactions and non-predatory ones, you obviously just refer to let's say skins 
for mm-hmm. weapons, for outfits, are people? Well, it's eat? not only it's not only a matter of skins because usually I always say the say, mm-hmm. well, if it's if it's skins and it's cosmetic, I don't I don't mind. I don't mind until I saw in Fallout seventy six you had skins that costed more than expansions for video games. In fact, <laughs> you have an armor of the Nuka Cola in Fallout seventy six that is more ex- more expensive than Blood and Wine when it came out. Mm-hmm. Like that's God. ridiculous. For That's one, ridiculous. one thing. Jeez. How much? How much was it to get all the Call of Duty, or was it Ghost Recon? It was something crazy. It was in the thousands of dollars to get all the microtransaction equipment in one of these most recent games. Was it Ghost Recon? Uh, Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon Wildlands had packages, the loot boxes, in a way. Hmm. I don't know how much money you would spend on it, but you can get some stuff like vehicles, I guess, weapons. Mm-hmm. I know I never liked it. I never liked it, but um, they, I mean, if they if they only stick the skins in a way, mm-hmm. I would be okay with that. Maybe and fair fair pricing for those skins, yeah, not yeah, thirty dollars yeah. for a goddamn recolor. Yeah, I don't That's think dumb. they're gonna do that because that would be stupid. To include, it's it's always because you know every other company did that in a very bad way, in a very predatory way, and now they're notorious. And now, if you want to think about multiplayer, if you want to think about hosting servers, which are expensive, as you said, you have to do it somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would be okay with paying a monthly subscription. Monthly subscription, okay, this is interesting. To play multiplayer. But well, the thing the thing about the, the thing about microtransactions is that usually uh, a very small percentage of the users are the ones that spend thousands of dollars in the in microtransactions and pay for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. So the good thing about microtransactions, and not not uh, a fee, uh, a monthly fee for everybody, is that you can play play for free while someone else is paying for your part of the deal. Hmm. That is I like well done battle passes. I'm probably in the minority, but I mean, yeah, you get a lot of stuff for it. Depends which battle pass. I didn't mm-hmm. like the uh, the car, the Counter Strike one that just came out. I think Apex is is fair. It's a little bit steep, but you can recoup the uh, whatever the coins to buy the next. Oh battle yeah, yeah, pass. yeah, yeah. You can it's basically get a thousand, so you mm-hmm. can you pay it off in a sense. You, can, you have the Pretty next much, one yeah. for free. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, they also give a lot of challenges for you to actually gain those levels. So in a sense, yeah, they they are okay. But how would you? Hmm. Depends. Depends on the. I guess the multiplayer modes. What they do. Mm-hmm. If it's gonna be, you know, you join the lobby and you go through missions. I don't know how much you know collecting scores there. But actually, what Mad Queen said to have a monthly subscription for it, like for all the Warcraft. I don't know. I, I would be I would be fine with that. Yeah, too. I think I think that that that's approaching it from the concept that it would be more like kind of like an MMO type thing, and I really don't think it will be. Mm-hmm. I think it will be like a kind of like a um. Well, I mean, it it could it could resemble Grand Theft Auto Online, mm-hmm. or it could uh it could be more like maybe uh, an APB Reloaded, or it could be more like a like a lobby like mission thing more like warframe um i don't think it'll be like destiny type thing destiny or or i guess destiny would be a decent example a destiny or a wow or uh you know something like that i don't think i i don't think the gameplay will actually be like that i i suspect it'll be more like one of the the others 
but but then again, we we don't really know yet because they're they are still experimenting. Originally, they had an idea of what they wanted for multiplayer. They wanted this like where you drop in, you could join other people's matches uh, or games. You could hop in with friends in the world. They had a whole social system set up with um, with a whole variety of things, and then all of that got scrapped. Um, we don't know how much of it got permanently scrapped, but they did back off on most of that and say, no, 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 we need to come up with a new concept, a new idea. And, mm-hmm. and this is like, it's like, like they admit it themselves. They they've admitted it in interviews is like, they had an idea for the multiplayer and they were pursuing it and they were going to have it in. But at some point they realized that it was just too much or it wasn't good enough. And they wanted to reinvent the wheel, so to speak, and take multiplayer in a direction that, that felt a lot better and was being more meaningful and less tacked on. And they've admitted that several times. So anybody who's like, is like, well, I heard this about the multiplayer. Yes. And that was true. There, there was a lot of things that gone out about the multiplayer that were 100% true and accurate. And the, the, People at the company have basically mm-hmm. said as much for a, for a lot of those things, but now the entire scope has changed, and we don't know what's transitioning with that. So it's why don't you recap yeah. what 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 the rumors actually were back in the day? Because I'm sure a lot of people don't actually remember what those were or know. Yes. So again, it, a lot of it was was confirmed rumors. Like they had their uh, their kind of like their mission statement or their outline that they had actually like included. Um, in some, some promotional stuff and in the initial announcement and some other stuff is like they wanted to have a seamless multiplayer experience where you pop in and out of other people's or your friends games. Um, or you go to like a, a particular place where there's a hub of people that are online and you can talk and share and show off, you know, what you got and, and stuff like that. But then the game became far more story centric. And a lot mm-hmm. of that stuff shifted. So we know that at some point there was a way to group up, go out on missions, do certain events with other people that you would group up with or invite with you. Um, and that it was taken care of for the most part fairly seamlessly. But that whole scale and that, that was a popular concept back when this mm-hmm. game was originally like designed, right? Back when it was originally announced before Witcher 3 came out. They had an idea. They had a concept. The first teaser that dropped, they had a bunch of ideas on where they could take the story, where they could take the gameplay. And that was back when people were looking for that kind of like seamless pop in, pop out of of their friends' matches and stuff like that, you know, hopping into their world. That was a really popular idea back then. But the first couple of games that came out with it kind of didn't do it very well. And then the community was like, yeah, we're not really interested in this anymore. Um and and then since then they said, okay, well we're we're basing this off of a, an older idea that's not really coherent anymore, and definitely not something that the people want. And if we did it this way, we'd basically just be kind of tacking it on there. So let's do something different and take Maybe. it back to the drawing board. Yeah. So so all, all of the leaks, and I, I don't want to go through too many of them because you know then it's like it's like even though I'm saying none of this stuff is in the game people will still say ah but you said this stuff was going to be in the game and you're like no 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 it used to be but it's not anymore but you said it was so i i don't want to get too much into it but the 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 original idea of where they were because multiplayer changes so fast mm-hmm. you know you can sit down and you can play a single player uh story based game from like 15 years ago and it's good you know 
it's good for what it was or or it's good for even in current day setup like if you've never played through the original um knights of the old republic i highly suggest you do but the while the gameplay might be crap the story is still like on point but you don't have that in multiplayer the the in multiplayer it's all about the gameplay and it's all about the experience and while some things can transition like you know wow vanilla you know it can go away for for or be lost to time so to speak and then it can resurface 15 years later and it's suddenly an amazing product <laughs> and you can have that but for what they were for the trend trend chasing things some of those trends die out some of those things like just and we see it with like you know hearthstone type card games and we see it with like even really now we're kind of seeing it with MOBA games they're kind of like slowly fading out and fading away and other games that that approach the concept differently are are doing better and better so so yeah there's there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff that's just weird and unique and and different and you kind of hope that you you get the idea or you get some semblance of like being able to like find it or connect with it but but it's it's different and we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah we will because uh people don't want bad multiplayer people want something mm -hmm. fun and uh I, i just hope they actually get it um right mm -hmm. because it's gonna be it's gonna be really defining for their company i believe the multiplayer part because if they do the multiplayer part right it's going to kind of sustain the game for a longer period of time besides you know the sales and everything it might mm -hmm. be good for them Whenever they release it, but it's not coming anytime soon because, uh, they're, for everyone watching, they want to finish the expansions first and the game and then the multiplayer is coming out. So don't expect it with release or anytime soon. Mm -hmm. so that's about that because someone said, Oh, I can play multiplayer straight from the beginning. No, 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 no. Only have the single player, then the expansions, then they move on onto that. I also wonder if the mod kit, if it's released, if it's going to be released after the expansions before the multiplayer or hmm it's going to be you know dependable on the multiplayer what mods can be used there can we use them at all are they going to be restricted in a way what vision do they have it's going to be interesting mm -hmm. to see what they yeah. do with it in a sense mm -hmm. i think it's a good thing that they went with a uh, more more story driven directive with the online element mm -hmm. And I think it's good that they kind of went back to the drawing board because that kind of just says to me that maybe they they expanded this. Mm -hmm. I was initially thinking they might have down downgraded their vision of, of something, but they actually want to, you know, scale it up mm -hmm. in a way. So, I mean, we can wait for that all, all day long, right? Yeah. But wait, we've waited so long for the single player. We can wait. Of course. You're, you're going to have something to play. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. multiplayer, hey, you arrive when you want to. I still have to do my 10th run of this game. <laughs> what if I don't talk to this bum? Is it going to change uh -huh. the ending? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we'll see. We'll see. This is just so far just for speculation. They, we also had the financial reports. Um, and Neon, do you want to kind of elaborate on that? You did really good video on the uh um yeah let me just pull up the article because i forgot a bunch mm. of points um so essentially from what i remember um cyberpunk 2077 is in the final phase of development so essentially i don't know cyber if you want to expand on what that kind of means because in in my opinion there's yeah. five months till the game comes out right mm -hmm. so when are they going to mention that the game is going to go gold 
and uh, they're going to start printing copies. Is that does that typically happen a month before, two months before? So essentially, they have maybe what I'm assuming is three months to work on the game, and then it's going to start printing and, and shipping. Yeah. So in the in the final phase of development, you're basically taking um, a lot of things that are in the game, and you're no longer adding new features to them. Now this isn't this isn't the same for every company, and every company always plays this a little bit differently. There there are some games that they completely changed. There's there's one big game that had a crafting system in it when it came out, and they completely changed the crafting system um, from what it was to a completely new system in the last two months of development before the release date. So this isn't. This isn't 100% the way that every company does it. So I'm talking in like typical things and what we, what we typically know from CDPR, um, is they typically come up with ideas and then try to, try to chase that particular concept properly and they try to do it efficiently. Sometimes they can be distracted. Um, every developer can be distracted and Mad Queen, you've talked before. Um, in in videos about the the work culture there, how occasionally um, any good uh, team leader can be distracted by a shiny thing that they see in a new game, right? That 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 is um, that is something that can happen, right? Hmm? Mad Queen, are you there, Mad Queen? I think she's okay. away. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I just I just got back. I I I'm oh, sorry. To the bathroom. So, I am so sorry. I just got back. <laughs> sorry about that. So I, I was saying how in um in some in some companies, even good game team leads for various divisions within a game can be easily distracted. And you've actually covered how this this has happened in CDPR before, but not to the extent that it's happened in in other companies that, that don't know how to handle it properly. That that there is this distraction that can happen when they see something or a shiny new mechanic or a uh, way of doing something in a new game, right? Like you've actually seen that this has happened on a small scale within CDPR, right? You know, I can't answer this question. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I mean, you you've talked about it in a video before. Yes, I talked about it four years yeah, ago. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was a long time ago. So, okay, we're not talking about that you, anymore. You know but... that I can't say anything about this, right? Okay, all right. All right, so anyways, it's I, I'm just using it as an example that, that every studio has the ability to, like, distract themselves in an either healthy way or an unhealthy way. But mm-hmm. typically, we know that CDPRs has, for The Witcher, they were pretty much on point uh, with minor distractions, and that's not a that's not a bad thing. That's That's... That's just normal for companies, and I'm and I'm stressing that but it's normal. On, on the Witcher, for some... it was it was very different because yes, uh, yeah. the, my, most most of the leads, uh, as people explained to me, most of the leads were people were people that were onto the project that only they didn't have that much experience, mm-hmm. and they they became uh, ambitious like in in the middle, and they wanted to put more and more and more things, and I believe that the uh, approach in Cyberpunk is quite different. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, and not the scale. Like, like, and so I'm just laying this out: is that that's not a bad, you know, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. That it is, in fact, a, a very normal thing. But when but you're a perfectionist, this is the thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it really shocks me when you try to understand it to people that uh, doesn't work on artistic fields. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, they change their minds. 
Well, because maybe they had an idea that they didn't have before and, and, and they think it's better. And ideas don't come when you want them to come. Ideas mm-hmm. come sometimes, you know, uh, in, in the worst moment and you want to correct things and you want to make them better. I believe that it would be pretty, pretty worse if they kept things exactly the same way they thought about them in the first place, because that means that they don't strive for, for perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think just, I think overall um, that just in a, in a generalized experience, what, what you have here is they're entering the final phase, which is that they're taking what they currently have in this, in the game and they're polishing and they're running through it to squash as many bugs and as many problems as they can. They're trying to increase the optimization um, and that there's going to be very few new things added to the game. Um, there might be a handful of quests that need to be worked on or perfected, but for the most part, everything is in and ready to go. And it's just now polishing it up. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think this is the time. Sorry. Six to I think th- this- yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, most companies take about three to six months to um, like finalize something. Uh, and in this case, they're, they're clearly doing it with like three to four months left. So um, there, that might mean that they're a little crunched on time, but I don't think it's as bad as any other company ever has when they have a triple a launch as well. Mm-hmm. I think this is, this is from the outside and from, just looking at it, I know that that I know some people are always worried, but those people are always there in any project. There's always people who, who are worried that they're not going to get it done on time. But I think looking in at it, I suspect that they're mo- moving very much on course and that they're they're doing a very good job with this. Um, there is a lot of new people and they're not as they're not a, a well oiled machine as they were perhaps in previous years. But just due to the fact that they've, you know, they've tripled their their employees, right? And whenever you triple your employees, you're, you're going to have some not smoothness going on there because not everybody knows their how to how to function the best in that company and how to get the most out of, out of their time and out of the uh, leadership structure that you've set in place. Mm-hmm. So overall, I think, yeah, I think this is. I think they're moving fine. And what we're going to be seeing here, which I called a couple of weeks ago, we're going to be seeing them ramp up the um, the marketing for this. And they're going to be showcasing a little bit more from the game because there's more stuff that's been set now. We like we know that as of the summer, they were still tweaking and changing the character creation and the character um some of the, some of the other things to do with the character and that they were not wanting to show that stuff off because it's not finalized and that it may still be changing and altering quite commonly. Mm-hmm. They, they might be tweaking and, and playing with it almost on a daily basis. And they might have been doing that up till basically like a, a few, like a week or two ago. Well, that's um, exactly suspect- what they were saying in the financial yeah. um, briefing. They said they're doing internal and external testing at this point. Yeah. So I think most of the stuff is now baked in and they're just waiting for it to basically like cool. So they're they're in their final stages and we're going to start seeing some of this new stuff. I suspect that we will see the character creator um, in one way or another, uh, probably before February. So we're, we're talking December, January is when we're probably going to get the character creation dump. Um, so that people can kind of see it and and mess around with it. It's a good idea to put that out. It doesn't have too much lore breaking stuff. It's the first thing that you see in the game. 
this is typically a really, really good thing to put out mm-hmm. and to let people mess with. Uh, and if they are really wanting to like get people excited for it, they'll probably have an event sometime in the next uh, two months where they actually like um, showcase it either live or they showcase it with a particular people from the community. And, um, and that's, that's a solid option. I'd say there's, there's a, a fairly good chance that we might see something similar to that. Um, but we will see other things with the game as well, featuring on the story, the characters within the world, and also doing a, a call back to 2020 and the events that happened within 2020. We're probably going to see a fair amount of that. And Mad Queen, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of... Um, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more than I thought. I know you were quite adamant that we were going to be seeing a ton from there. And I was a little, I wasn't necessarily sold on that, but I think we might be seeing more of 2020 than I had at first kind of thought. So there's a, there's a, there's something good for you, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did you mention the, the, the sec, the third character that you, cause you had that first video and then you found out about the, other characters after did you yes doctor paradox uh well it's not that i found out it uh it was updated uh the exact moment when i was uploading the video <laughs> because i uh, at first i thought i thought that i didn't see it then i checked i checked my my the thumbnails that i took for 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 my video and i realized it wasn't there they put it later and mm-hmm. yes rogue rogue is in the game Rogue is in the game. And Dr. Paradox, that's going to be really funny. Dr. Paradox is a media that is some sort of, uh, how this guy is called, this, uh, cons- this American conspiracy theorist that was on us kind of darkly. Um, Alex Jones, I believe he's called. Uh, yeah. That had a show, InfoWars. Yes. Well, I, I don't know the, the, the real life character, this Alex Yields person, but, uh, but mm. all, all the Americans that saw, that saw the explanations of Tonsorian games about, uh, about Dr. Paradox said, oh, it's, it's the same. <laughs> well, uh, Dr. Paradox is, uh, is, uh, innocuous. He's, uh, I mean, he doesn't harm anyone. And, uh, he had the script, he had, uh, some sort of magazine about conspiracy theories. He believed that President Elizabeth Cress was an AI. And the person that was on the interviews was actually, uh, was actually, um, another person who was brain, brainwashed into believing that she was the president of the United States, but the real president wasn't a theories like that. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was incredibly funny. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a character. It's, it's weird because, um, um, if they put, one thing is putting characters of 2020 and 2077, and second is this theory that I that I had that we will see 2020. Hmm. And uh, with Rogue, I was like, oh, I wish. And with Doctor Paradox, it's like, well, if he survived all the way to 2077, I mean, I find I find really weird that they put. It's it's a very secondary character, okay? It's not like you know a Morgan mm. Blackhand, which is you know uh, famous and famous character, an important character of the law. Uh, the two paradox is a completely secondary character. Imagine um, was, was Blackhand on the IMDb um, no, page? He wasn't no. on there, right? Crap. <laughs> no, he was at least not yet. But I mean, it, it yeah, depends. That... It depends if we see if we uh, if we see a character that died. That's what I'm waiting for to see announced a character that that died. <laughs> Apart from obviously Silverhand because he's a ghost, mm-hmm. 
But another character that died, that died and can't be in 2077, in the year 2077, that's what I'm waiting for. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and the fact that we have so much and I, it really opens the door because the the whole events and the whole change, like in the fact that, that, you know, Cyberpunk Red has been based in that time period between this game and the last uh, pen and paper means that we're probably going to be seeing a lot more of this than some people assume. And that we're probably going to be seeing far more of the 2020 years um, or far more callbacks to it, I should say. Uh, and I think that's it's probably a good thing, I think. Mm -hmm. I wish. I mean, go imagine a mission with uh, with paradox. Like, so I've seen this gray guy <laughs> with two swords. You gotta find him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, he was. He can. He can be. He can be done in in uh, uh, very funny ways. But I'm. But I'm shocked mostly because because of that. I mean, Rogue Rogue was a very important character. She was. She was in the Asaka riot. She was in the Fourth Corporate War. She had a relationship with Johnny Silverhand. So she's an important character. But uh, Doctor Paradox is only mentioned in the book that is about the character class of the media. He's not in adventures. He's like in the background, and that Doctor Paradox is in the game is like that's like super weird. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that's super weird. Well, in fact, also we had uh, uh, an Easter egg about the Max Stack officer that's not even in the main adventures. It's in one of these uh, separate adventures that were licensed. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. believe I. It seems that they are using they are using the hundred percent of uh, of uh, what's available in the law. And uh, yeah, I'm going. I need to open the door to my cat. I'm sorry for the <laughs> meow in the background. The fifth <laughs> yes. member of the cyber. You wanted. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> I like the chat. It's like kitty. <laughs> All of us. She are. wants to talk about cyberpunk as well. I like the cat emoji. It's mad cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Ali's like, like, cat, I hear a cat. <laughs> do, you, do, you know, do you know that there's a breed of cat uh, or species of cat? Say, <laughs> probably not. It's not a breed denotes people tried to like do that on purpose. That it's, um, it keeps the, it almost looks like a kitten for its entire life. And really? it mostly eats bugs because it's so small. Because it doesn't really hunt very much else. It's just it just mostly eats bugs, and it's this adorable tiny little thing. However, unfortunately, they're probably one of the most anti antisocial cats there is. Like most cats are fairly communal, and they they'll spend time together. Mm -hmm. These cats want absolutely nothing to do with anything else, and they only get together for breeding. It's that's probably it. not a very healthy cat either, because that sounds like a definitely a selective... No, it's, 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 a wild, it's a wild cat that, like, really? is in jungles, yeah, and it, it just, uh, it hunts around for bugs and eats bugs all the time. Nice. But it's, a, it's, it's like a particular breed of jungle cat. It's, it's super adorable. Because I know when people um, breed smaller dogs, they get all these different health issues. Mm -hmm. Kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, when they actually started, I was, I'm kind of against that, especially if it damages the health of the animal in a sense, mm -hmm. when you alter species in a way, just to satisfy, oh, it's so cute, needs, you know? Yeah. But yeah. It's like pugs. Pugs have like short snouts, but they like literally can't breathe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, they have a hard time breathing. And the newest range of pugs, their eyeballs keep popping out of their head. <laughs> and you have to push their eye 
ball back into the socket constantly. It's like, it's like people stop, stop, mix it up a little bit. Um, I have, I have breeding dogs and we mixed up its, its genetic, um, makeup by, by introducing another dog. Um, and the, the, the mother had some minor problems, but because we had like added in like, uh, 25% of something else, um, the pups were far more healthier and they looked like, eh, like one or 2% different than, than the pure, pure, purebreds, but they had like significantly less generalized health issues. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's probably a good idea. So, mm-hmm. man, all these species. Now <clears throat> there was also, there was also one more thing that I been thinking about from the last podcast when we had, uh, I'm stylized as a guest. And we, when we were discussing the, the gunplay and how, you know, different people have different thoughts about the gunplay and how much attention they pay to the gunplay in general. And of course, like gunplay is not going to be doom. Like people can already think people already know about that in a sense, but, uh, does it look arcadey for you or realistic in a way when, you know, we is using the gun? I think I think they've actually mentioned this that the actual gunplay, like using rifles and pistols and stuff, will be less arcadey because mm-hmm. you actually have to take cover at times. Mm-hmm. But if you choose to be a melee build, it's slightly more arcadey. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I believe they've mentioned that before. So it kind of looks it looks like that. I'd say it's yeah, on par with yeah. That's that. in a sense yes, because um, not every protagonist in the video games has amazing gunplay skills. In a sense, I will also mention Gothic, a game where you start, and I like how that game, like, when you pick up a weapon, any weapon, you, the guy is holding it with two hands. He doesn't know how to use a sword. And that also results in the attack speed and the damage, even though it's really taken into account. So in a sense, also with Cyberpunk and how you, you know, using guns will you know, you will learn and gain experience for it. It actually changes. So in that sense, for me, it's okay, especially because this game is not focused on, you know, first-person shooting. It's focused mm-hmm. on the RPG part. Well, let's let's be honest. Um, Under a low perspective, if you don't know how to use a gun in this universe, you won't survive yeah. long. Yeah. Unless, you know, you're a corporate and you can afford security. Mm-hmm. But more or less, you need to know how to use a gun. Well, you'll know how to use a gun at the at the very yes. beginning. Yeah. You'll just get better. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. In, in that but sense. If, if they, but if they put this like uh, you you start from zero, learning to use a gun because you are not choosing a solo build, mm-hmm. that would be pretty absurd in the cyberpunk universe. I agree. Yeah. Hmm. Which I could run, surround myself with companions and just say, you fight for me. <laughs> I'll just hack things in the background. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, that's a thing, that's a thing to do. Well, they, they explained, they explained that, um, uh, analyzing the gameplay, you can see that, uh, when, when you use a gun, you acquire XP mm-hmm, on this mm-hmm. specific, uh, or the spe- specific skill that you're using to use that gun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a little difficult to see if it looks quote unquote arcade without touching it. Mm-hmm. Only, only by seeing it is it's a little it's a little difficult. Mm-hmm. But obviously, uh, I don't know I don't know why there were people that were that were comparing it with the, with this Doom style of gunplay when mm-hmm. uh, the Doom style of gameplay is com- something completely different. 
where you don't have this strategic approach mm -hmm. that you have in Cyberpunk, because in Doom is, you know, you run and shoot, which is perfect for Doom. You yeah. know, I love Doom. Yeah. I'm not criticizing. But in in Cyberpunk, yeah, this, uh, you're supposed to have uh, also um, an approach where you need to think how you're going to approach things. I mean, you maybe don't want to start shooting to a group of five people. And then even if you have a solo build, you want to... You know, you want to be stealthy, or, or you want to do things some other way. You have you have more options, mm -hmm. and I believe that that's the thing. That's the thing that uh, even it seems that even the game, even the the gunplay is not based only in gunplay. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm explaining myself in here. No, I can follow. I can follow. Yeah, that's the thing that I find very interesting. I believe that they had they had uh, someone specialized in gunplay to do this, mm -hmm. and to be honest, I like it. I like it way better than that than I did on previous mm -hmm. on previous uh, demo. That mm -hmm. uh, I don't like it very much. To be they honest. had a they had a Counter Strike pro in in house to help them with that. Yeah, and it makes sense. I believe it makes sense mm -hmm. because uh, gunplay is going to be an important part of the game, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially coming from CS:GO. Still, I, I, I honestly dislike the damage counters. <clears throat> yeah, they've dialed they've dialed that back a lot. If you look at the deep dive, there's mm -hmm. the numbers are popping out a whole lot less, and I believe you can disable that. Can you not? I think I they've. So. Said I've I've heard I've heard that. I, I mean, I like the numbers because I like seeing numbers, but I know that some people <laughs> hate seeing numbers. Yeah, but you're they half a robot. I'm so not sure much. if you shall count your opinion yeah. <laughs> on this particular matter. Like, like I I enjoy doing like you know uh, you know f fly sense math, which is where, where you're just basically like you're just flying by the seat of your pants. And I I, I know I made that turn up, but it's like you're, so you're flying you're flying by the seat of your pants. <laughs> You're seeing numbers and you're just seeing them like pop up sporadically and you're doing like rough calculations of like finding out what what's the better outcome. And I personally really enjoy that, but I know that a lot of people don't. And I know that a lot of shooter fans don't like seeing numbers pop up overhead and stuff <laughs> like that. I because... well, the problem for me for me the numbers is what makes the game arcade. Mm. You know, it breaks immersion completely for me. Even though, even though in Cyberpunk it makes sense because you can have a Kiroshi that is counting the damage. But I don't know. Yep. For me, for me, so so immersion break, breaking is not. It's something that I don't know for a Borderlands game. It, it's it's okay because it's uh it's not a game that is so much based on immersion. It's uh cuddy yeah. and it's to have fun <clears throat> and to hear the jokes. But in Cyberpunk, it's uh, I don't see. But you have the corrosive <laughs> optic, which is like a cybernetic. Yes, I mean, I mean, it it, it makes it makes some sense, some sense, but not as much. I mean, it's like it it, it sounds a little bit a little bit like in Dragon Ball, where they had these these glasses that allowed allowed uh, super science to to calculate. calculate. The yeah, but that's like that, that's, that's, that's calculating like... that. But that is calculating uh, what somebody perceives as the power of the opponent and not the damage that you're doing. Now, as somebody who's been in combat, I can say that when you're seeing somebody who's going down and down and down and down, is this is this is how I've always interpreted seeing numbers and seeing health bars. Because when you're fighting somebody, they do have a health bar. They have a limit to which how much they can take before they drop. And what you're doing in combat is you're seeing that as an experienced fighter, you're seeing that slowly like drop more and more and more and more. 
it's not an actual number, but in RPGs and in, in the type of D and D type games and stuff like that, that's always been an, an immediate association for me is, is I'm watching somebody who, who can't take that much more before they give up or, or tap out or. Yes. But a health, a health bar is something that I, I don't know why for me, it's less immersion breaking than the numbers. Yeah, popping no, out I, of the body. And I get that, but some people like, you know, some people like, you know, the, 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 certain type of shooter who wants like you know it's twitch gameplay and it's like two one one shot or two shots to the body anywhere and you drop instantly it's like that kind of a aspect i hate that because that's not how real combat works like like in most scenarios like i mean it takes an average takes an average of like 170 or sorry 107 uh 100 God damn, 1,700, there we go, takes an average of like 1,700 bullets to bring down an, uh, an enemy fighter in a, in a war. So that's ridiculous that, that people, now I'm not saying that those are the shots that are landing on a body. That's how much the army calculates in rounds to kill an enemy fighter. That's, the, the, that's not how many it's taking for them. That's how many missed shots there are before they get a kill. And and so that that concept translates do, like it doesn't really translate to the way that some people see it. So I've never been a fan of like generic shooters, even though you know more experience with them in real life than than most other most other people. Whereas the system where you know that somebody's you know dropping what they can do before they ultimately give up or or throw in is like you're seeing that happen. So. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's an enormous amount of wasted ammo. Yeah, generally people don't go down in flick shots in real no. life, as people think, because it like uh, it, there is this notion like, oh, CS:GO the yeah. most realistic. No, you you cannot do things you do in CS:GO as you fire around and jump and everything. Obviously, um, yeah, try and flick an AK-47. You're gonna lose your arm, <laughs> yeah, and your shoulder. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's just like, it's also the fact that, you know, in, in CSGO, like you have no fear of dying yourself. Yeah. Very different in, in a real world scenario. You don't just run into a room and like bang, bang, bang. And I'm like, oh, damn, I got shot. Oh, I'm just going to respawn in a few seconds. <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> I am terrified of the day when they, when they create drones that people are controlling via that system, mm -hmm. like, like via like respawn. And then you will have like the, the, the ultimate war fighters are going to be like, you know, 16, 17 year old kids that are, you know, just, just like, like pwned you noob. Yeah. Take that. But, but you know, it's, it's going back and forth. Uh, surrogates is a great example of it. Now, before you say, well, why don't they just let robots do it? There's a lot of Geneva conventions against allowing robots to quote unquote, pull the trigger themselves. That is, that is an illegal thing across all nations. You don't have and and I mean it's there for our own good guys. Like seriously, the human race, we start giving robots the ability to decide when they can or cannot kill humans. That's just I mean, you're just begging for you know something. Skynet. Really you're begging yeah, for you're, Skynet. You're begging for Skynet. We, yeah. we, we have to take away your guns then, Saib. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> but but ultimately it's it's just I've always perceived the the numbers over the heads. And you see it in scenarios where like people give up like when they're being shot at by police or something like that, it's like, it's like there's a moment where they decide, oh, okay, no, I'm done. And so they throw out their weapon and they surrender. It's like that, that's how I perceive that 
that hit bar going. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that I've always noticed. But again, that's a totally different experience. My experience is totally different than most people's. So therefore, obviously, it's not what people should base assumptions that that the game needs to be this way, which is why it's good when they give us an option. Uh, I think it's great if they keep the numbers in and if they give the option to turn them off, I think that's also great, 100%. Because then you're playing to both types of people who want that experience and that that is 100% the, the best way the absolute best way that you can you can experience that that um, immersiveness is when you get to choose because it's more immersive for me to see numbers. It's less immersive for 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 you guys too, and I think that's totally fine. Just keep in the option for both, and and yeah. I think we'll be happy. Yeah. It's funny that that dimension that dimension that uh, that thing that you give up because actually the other day the other day I dreamt that I was uh, that I was playing cyberpunk. Yeah, I don't dream these things. And one of yes, I, I I dreamt that I was that I was playing that I was playing the game in a cinema. And one of the in one of the scenes, you uh, I I pulled uh, out the gun of V and said something to someone about shooting at me, and they and they uh, dropped the gun and raised their hands like, uh, yeah, I dreamt I dreamt that it was an option that enemies could surrender to you, if you were, if you had enough cool and if you were threatening enough. Mm-hmm. I love the idea. That would be cool. Would be cool. <laughs> yeah, would. Depend. Metro Exodus had that in certain moments when either two or one or two enemies are left, they usually surrender if you point the gun. Because if you have the advantage in Cyberpunk and you point the gun at someone and say, and, and they do the animation of just, you know, um, giving up and get, raising their hands, that would be, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But Ali, Ali says, that's a weird dream, but, but I like it. Well, yeah. To be mm-hmm. honest, I dreamt I dreamt more than once that I was playing cyberpunk. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that's that's um, that's true. <laughs> I dreamt more than, than once that I was playing cyberpunk. Um, but to just say one thing is about uh, numbers. Basically, when you think about numbers, like if, for example, Apex, I sometimes when I look at the, how much I shot someone in Apex, you know, they have you know two hundred. If you get their shields and everything, it's about two hundred. Or something like that. And you calculate how much health he has in a sense. So for a multiplayer game, that would make sense. But to have an option here just to turn it off and leave it, you know, mm-hmm. for each choice and each taste, well, I would be really okay. As long as, as long as there's a choice. Right? Yeah. I suppose a lot of people like to see what builds are working to do more damage visually mm-hmm. like that. And what weapons are better and stuff like that to kind of pinpoint their builds and what weapons they want to use and it's easier to visualize mm-hmm. it's, it's always it's always like alien to me i know i know there's people that play this way but it's always alien to me how in an rpg people optimize their characters which obviously i believe it's legit but i know i believe that an rpg game is to be played a different way but uh, mm-hmm. optimizing your character in, in an rpg is something that is well, like it's strange the concept is strange to me Maybe because I've been playing pen and paper games all my life, and that's why. You when you when you create your character and and you create uh, your build and you create the way that your character advances when you have XP, what you do it thinking about who you are and who you want to be and who you're trying to be. Not you don't optimize the character for combat, but there are people who play like that. In all ways, you don't have to pick or choose which way, right? You can play it in all the different ways. You can optimize your character and enjoy the other aspects yes but the, if you optimize your character you are not choosing the first of your character but as, as a player I see what you're saying i see what you're saying mm-hmm. but optimize your character in the sense of what 
after after you pick you know your role and whatever and how you want to play in the world then you optimize that element after that'd be a that'd be a fair way to play yeah, yeah. I, I mean I'm, obviously there are different diff- different styles and i'm not and i'm not saying that one is is be- is better mm-hmm. than the other but as i'm as i'm used to play in a way in in a way of the old pen and paper games where everything what that you do with the character is related to who you are in this world and not optimized to this or that action that you perform inside. Also because in pen and paper games, it's very different. You don't have the limitations of a video game where mm-hmm. you know, only you have point. a certain amount of actions to perform. In a pen and paper game, you can do whatever the game director can imagine mm-hmm. because it's free. <laughs> you don't need graphics for that. So it's more difficult to optimize the character in, in a sense, optimize it for the tasks that you're going to do inside the game because you don't know what are you going to do inside the game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. And in, in a video game, obviously, if you are more used to to RPGs inside a video game, you can optimize your character because you you know you have gunplay, you know you have sneak, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You can. I suppose stuff. multiple playthroughs are for as well. You can yeah. do one that's optimizing your build, and one where you're truly role playing your your dude. Mm. Well, so I mean, like I'm I'm a like I I, I really don't like like power playing like rolling the the absolute best like what some sheet tells you on a on a cookie cutter is like this is the best build i don't actually really enjoy that but like i i prefer because like you know i've done this before many many times is like i play games where it's like oh this is your best build and then you play a build that's different or by either a lot or a little and you excel with that build versus the other one and like, I mean, I've had people who are like, they're like hardcore number people, numbers people, where it's like, no, 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 that's not possible. The, 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 the route that's laid out on paper is always the preferred route. And that's not always the case. That's, that's the thing. That's the thing about an RPG. The funny thing about an RPG is not winning or losing is mm-hmm. spending time thinking about how, how are you going to do the things? So if you optimize your character to, for instance, be the best at shooting, maybe being the best doesn't force you to think how to make, how to solve the situation in a different way. I mean, it's not, at least, at least for me, an RPG is not about being OP. An RPG is about having to think how to solve things. And if you are, and if you're focusing your thought on how to optimize your character for a specific, Mm -hmm. for instance, you optimize your character for gunplay and suddenly you, you, you enter into a room with 15 people. It doesn't matter how good you shoot. If you don't know how to hide or you don't know how to be sneaky, you're going to be killed Mm -hmm. because highly unlikely that you can survive an encounter like this. If you had no hide, you have no hiding place. That's that's what I that's what I mean. That if you have a lot of options, optimizing the character without counting all the options is is a little. I don't know. I find it weird. And also different ways of finishing stuff because sometimes in an RPG, as you said, like okay, maybe I do this approach. You think out of the box and you want to do this, and like the game is no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for me that's I don't know. For me that's a minus. If there are some things that are logical in a quest in an RPG, which counts on your decision. And you can't really do it in a, in a specific way. Obviously, you cannot do it in every imaginable way. That's impossible to implement. But, you know, if it's something is kind of logical and you're unable to do it and something which is, you know, easy to think about, then, you know, 
that's for me that's not a good rpg game in a sense if they only want to say okay everything is your choice everything you do counts all right let me do it my way then <laughs> but well, in a certain way everything that you do counts yes yes but um okay we have also a donation um red wolf thank you for ten dollars i played outer worlds and was excited to see how first person uh perspective felt and I was seeing my guy, I was very sad. Not seeing him unless I was in a menu was a letdown. Have you guys played it? Did you? Af- did it affect you at all? Who wants to see? Yeah, that kind of that kind of sucked about Outer, Outer Worlds. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. but that's just the nature of FPP and RPGs, right? Mm. I think. I, I mean, there weren't even cutscenes in that game, so you couldn't even see. I think that's that's a good uh, analogy to have for Cyberpunk. The amount of times that you saw your character in Outer Worlds is probably going to be very similar um, to what you'll see in in twenty seventy seven. Well, I, I, I like yeah. I like that you mention it because in fact I played I played the Outer Worlds and to be honest I didn't think about it. About- I thought about it a couple times. Not going to lie, but it didn't really impact me yeah. that much. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I played it, and then, well, uh, apart from the initial half an hour touching all the settings to be able to play it, once, once I was, I was set in a mode where I didn't get dizzy. I honestly didn't think about this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then stuff. again, a, a lot of the armors and stuff like that in that game look very similar. Oh yeah, there's not a huge diversity of like the armor and the the outfits that you can put on. I was bothered by that, not by yeah. the thing that Red Wolf mentioned, but. The armors, uh, everything you put on has just a different paint on it, in a mm-hmm. sense. And there wasn't that much. Like, I think I unlocked my final armor for the game, like, long time before I was, like, probably 60% of the main quest or 50%. Long time before that. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that the Outer Worlds was a small game. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. of course. But people have this sense of, you know, when they create a character, they kind of want to see him in a way. That's why this whole thing about first-person, third-person perspective was, you know, not being able to see the character you create. No, usually, I mean, usually I am the first person complaining, the first person <laughs> complaining about this. Mm-hmm. But it's true, in the, in the Outer Worlds, I honestly didn't think about it. I was yeah. I, I played the whole game, it was completely immersed, I loved the game, mm-hmm. and I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And you heard me complain about that in Cyberpunk a lot of times, but uh, yeah, now I'm in the Outworlds, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it gives you a feeling of what would Cyberpunk play like, right? I, I guess Cyberpunk has some third-person scenes, and then it has photo mode, which is going to kind of alleviate a lot of the mm-hmm. people who don't like um, first-person perspective, I suppose. And I guess driving is third-person too. Yeah. But Well, this, this question about Red Wolf... Uh, kind of made me wonder. This is a point of view that I didn't think before. See? How much? Uh, see, <laughs> always new things to talk about, to uh, think about. Yes, how much are you going to care if you are truly immersed in the game? Uh, I won't. Like I already like because I don't have problems with first person perspective in the first place. So in how I imagine myself, like, obviously, I'm going to pay much attention to the character I create. Probably not the first one, uh, but, you know, in this other playthroughs, I will kind of think about how he he or she looks, whatever. Um, uh, but uh, I won't I won't pay that much attention 
The only thing, maybe the outfits, I would kind of want to see how cool I look in those outfits. <laughs> yes, but well, but while you are playing, I mean, you have the photo mode, but mm -hmm. while you are immersed in the story, are you sure you're going to think about your outfit? Mm -hmm. I was gonna say no, yeah, yeah, because like you're gonna be focused on like all the diverse NPCs, right? Mm -hmm. This world, everybody has their own unique style, and mm -hmm. this is an NPC system where everybody looks very different. Mm -hmm. So I think you're gonna be focused more on that. Yeah. As long as you have things on the, to be focused on, are you really going to 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 think about how does your character look like? Like I'm like, sure from time to time, substance or it's style. Not it. <laughs> yes, I mean yes. It's, in in the moment that you create the character, in the moment that you buy new clothes, in the moment that you try new clothes, that you take pictures, mm -hmm. yeah, you're going to care how your character is going to look like. Like, but when you are immersed in the story, are you really going to pay attention to that? Mm, I think about it. Uh, yes, yes, and <laughs> and I know girls. Here comes the third person. I who walk around and look at themselves in a mirror at least 10 times an hour. <laughs> and let's not be gendered about this because I know a lot of guys who do Maybe that you can well. take selfies. Yeah. There's a lot of people in the world taking selfies. Yes. Well, to be yes, fair, but these people that look at themselves in the yeah. mirror is because they are not immersed in the story they're playing. <laughs> if they, they were immersed in the thoughts or they were thinking about interesting things or they had something interesting in front of them. They were looking at themselves in the mirror. But depends. Depends for some, you know, how they look, how they have, what outfit they have that helps the immersion in a sense. In but a sense. I mean, it's not that it helps or not helps the immersion. Is that will you think about it? I guess people get immersed in different ways, right? Well, yeah. really have a broad scope of how, how to get immersed. But, but that's the... Uh, it's like well, I follow what what said what Sip said. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes makes sense. If you have something interesting in front of you that you're looking at, are you going to look at yourself in the mirror at yourself? No, you're going to look at the interesting thing you have in front of you. Mm -hmm. You look at yourself in the mirror. Maybe it's because you have nothing interesting in front of you. <laughs> Never. I don't looking. know. I, I imagine myself walking down the street and, and suddenly, I don't know, Mats Mikkelsen crosses crosses the road. I'm not going to look at myself in in, in the next door. <laughs> You know, if they 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 have a glass that is mirror like, and I'm not going to look at myself, I'm going to look at Mads Mikkelsen. It's what the same if, principle. Whip out your camera to take a selfie with Mads Mikkelsen. What well, but then you have photo mode for that. Yeah, but that's technically looking at yourself. Yes, but but in a thing that you're not interrupting what you have in front of you. You know, <laughs> that's what I mean. Again, I mean, like I know, I I know girls who. They check themselves out constantly, and I know, when I, know I ask them why too. they're that's doing not, this, be gendered about I, that. It's pretty I know, like I, I, when I ask them why they why they do this, their response is because I look good, and it's like so you're attracted to yourself, and they're like, of course I am, and I'm like, huh, that's an interesting way to think about it. I also know other people who like you know, um, they was that it's a there's a line from uh, Scrubs where. The, the guy is working out the, the really macho doctor. And they're like, so what's your secret? And he goes, you hate yourself. You hate your body. The minute that you're happy with yourself is the minute you stop improving. I was like, oh, that's another way to look at it. Both. <laughs> it's, it's two very interesting ways to look at it. 
And both of these types of people, I know, check themselves out in the mirror constantly because they're obsessed with their, you know, how they look. I don't think that's, that's, uh, I don't think that's a bad thing. If I was so blessed, I'd probably be doing the exact same thing. So I, I don't know. Well, I, I honestly believe I look good, but if I'm on the street and Matt Mikkelsen crosses the street, I'm going to look at him without my coffee in the mirror. You can't be sure about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what Sib said and what you said, everything makes sense. But I... no, but I mean, I mean, I, I was saying that I was saying that because I was constantly I, I, I talked about it plenty of times and I mm. complained about it plenty of times. Like we can't see ourselves. And then when 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 uh, when Red Wolf made this question, I thought, well, yeah, actually, they played the outer worlds in mm. at any single moment of the whole game. I missed seeing myself any single moment. Mm -hmm. Not that it, the game was very long, but. Mm -hmm. Not, I didn't have this thought in the whole game. I created the character. Actually, I, I created a, a very funny character that was funny, funny to see because I did for, for the stream and I wanted people to have fun. <laughs> and even though it was something funny, I just, I, I didn't miss not seeing the character. I didn't even think about it. Interesting enough is what you're saying that you weren't preoccupied with that. The dialogues were interesting enough, which I think they were. Outer Worlds does that yeah. very well. Yeah, the dialogues were very funny, and action around was very funny. And when you were exploring, and with you, uh, you were exploring with companions. You also had in the background the dialogues of the companions that were also interesting. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, there were constantly interesting things to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it comes maybe it comes down to the end game because usually what I do if I'm in a game that has a lot of customization options, a lot of clothing. I usually just take, for example, the cars, do the colors, match them up. Nah, then the outfit maybe a bit. I don't know. In a sense, it it does kind of, you know, you're trying to create a, a character which is going to be not yourself necessarily, but uh, just the person you're imagining in, in, in the cyberpunk universe that obviously refers to clothes, to... But I'd probably just get the full heavy armor set and don't care. <laughs> Just get the most robust piece of armor you can find in Cyberpunk and wear that. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> if you're going for that solo build. But it's... I, wonder, I wonder how that's going to work. Because it's not technically going to be armor. It's going to be like yeah. subdermal plating mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So how like you can't yeah, really... Yeah, well, and, and jackets, jackets have armor. Yeah. Yeah, but, but the best is going to be you having the subdermal armor and then <laughs> the armor on top, right? So I guess Ripper Docs and looting will will mm. feed into that element yeah which is cool and kind of kind of makes sense for the universe imagine you going into someone's house in a full riot gear and the person's like so you want to fight eh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you came he's to got a towel on he's got like subdermal armor that's like plus five thousand bajillion <laughs> well the thing about armor in video games is that usually it's something that that uh allows you to not think of ways of not getting shot at mm-hmm and I think it's best not having a lot. This way, you have to think in hiding. Mm, true. I don't know. I, when I saw the gameplay, I mean the deep dive. I first I wanted a solo build. Now I want the 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 netrunner one. Because <laughs> that's how I imagined. Like if I'm going to gonna so obviously like there's gonna be some. We will be able to you know shape our character how we want. It's gonna be mm -hmm. fluid in that sense, but. Solo, in a sense, was more of a kind of a, you know, tanky, full-on head, while yeah. Netrunner was kind of something I imagined, in a sense. Netrunner 
Netrunner is yeah. kind of the best of both worlds because you still get a shoot. Mm-hmm. You still get to use your, your nano wire or your melee weapons. Mm-hmm. You just get the additional cool hacking parts attacked on. Yeah, because, for example, if I want to have a solo, but, I mean, little, you know, net running skills, little to nothing, just have, like, more, how would I say, discreet way of opening things, because you obviously solo, strong, like, rip open doors, like, that's not mm-hmm. really that sneaky. Like, it probably gets older. It gave me the impression, uh, obviously, it's difficult to, to be sure if you're, yeah. you know, you're right seeing that little of the game that we've seen so far, but it, mm-hmm. gave, me, it gave me the impression that the, the world is kind of built in a way that you need some some net running abilities mm-hmm. a little bit obviously mm-hmm. like everything Basics is connected to, to, to need to do in the game mm-hmm. i mean it makes sense you are in that kind of a universe you can't expect it to know something about it in order to survive mm-hmm. like to just hack simple things obviously you're going to miss out on a lot of uh, bonus things yes for example i think the turret had if you Hack it in an advanced way. You can take control of it or some something like that. It shoots your enemies or something, but it's like autonomously. Yeah. I just want more uh, melee gameplay in a sense with samurai sword, with something like that, with katana. Sorry, because uh, we didn't see much. They didn't. They uh, we know, <clears throat> but we know it's there, and I yeah. think this is one of these things where I think melee combat is one of those things that's been under a lot of um, tweaking mm-hmm. because first person melee games are very difficult to pull off. Mm-hmm. They're very, 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 very difficult to pull off. Cause they're correctly. not so flashy as you would get from third person. Yeah. You know, see your character doing that move. And... Your body movements, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, twirling. yeah. So it, it, again, in, in, and, and this is the thing where, where again, it's like in, in real life, you know, you, of course you fight melee in first person view, but you are the weapon. Mm-hmm. You're not, and, and the weapon is merely an extension of, of yourself. And you don't have that in first person melee games because the weapon is your weapon and you have no, none of the senses that you develop when you're, when you're learning to combat uh, with melee weapons. So this is, of course, of course, this is going to be vastly different and is going to have some, some substantial uh, hurdles. Mm-hmm. And there are a few, you know, uh, Kingdom Come was able to pull it off um, pretty decently. There's a few other games that, that pull it off uh, decently well. <clears throat> um, I don't know if any of them are masterpieces. So this is something where you have to tread um, with a lot of care to make sure that you you do it as best as you can, but you know don't be don't be shocked if it if it kind of falls on its face a little bit. It's like don't don't expect that to be the the pinnacle of the game is the the melee combat. Mm-hmm. I suspect that it'll be mostly like about like sneaking, subtlety, you know, uh, coercion and and that kind of stuff. And then maybe you'll just get a sledgehammer and you just go ham. <laughs> so maybe that's, that's a, maybe that's a thing too. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm... but with with the with the sledgehammer, what, what's one of the best things about a rocket sledge? And that's going to be the um, the spins that you can do. You know, you hold it out, you turn on the rocket, and you just like whirlwind yourself. And uh, I don't know if you know, but having that in first person would be very vomit inducing. Mm-hmm. Just just saying. So you you lose out some of the fun like combos that you get to do as a as a melee fighter because yeah whirlwind it's great when it's third person not so great when it's first person 
mm-hmm. visually it's just kind of not 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 fun. But this is that's just my two cents. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, the next thing they mm-hmm. show is going to feature a little bit more of that. Just to have a glimpse of it, see how it works. Because you know, in the first, like the the longest, the 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 previous the gameplay that they released, there was this one point when V kind of double jumps and he shoots the guy standing on a platform with a shotgun. So, if you can do that with a katana. <laughs> <laughs> Double jump and then slide. So that's something I would, I would love, love to see from that. Just this agility to, you know, cause obviously if you're using melee weapons, you have to be fast otherwise mm-hmm. or heavily equipped. Just going, just going back to that, um, the solo versus net runner thing. I think in the, in the gameplay, the, uh, Sasquatch threw her hammer at you, right? Mm-hmm. And so just as another incentive to pick more strength or solo oriented role. I believe they've said that you need a high strength stat to actually pick that up. Mm, so yeah. If you're a netrunner, you're kind of locked out of picking that up, right? Yeah. I mean, so there's another incentive there. But picking up, yeah, in a sense of wielding it, obviously, is going to be an inventory to, you know, for us to sell. And, hmm. But you'll need a specific strength stat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Makes sense for the character, obviously. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can pick up things in real life that someone else can. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it may it makes sense from an R, you know RPG role playing kind of a perspective. What kind of a person you want to build? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if we're done with this topic. We have one more for the end. Um, you mentioned that Neon about the uh, interview with the uh, the uh, voice yeah, actors on a Polish. I think the the program is called Progron or something. Mm-hmm. And so the the Polish voice actors for V, both male and female respectively, Camille Kula and Lydia Sadoa. They they were interviewed and they made mention that there's a quest in there that they had to take a break from because it was so emotionally impactful. I think he mentioned it was similar to the Bloody Baron or Okay, I, I I would like I would like to make an intermission because this is something that I'm really quote unquote afraid. Afraid in the good in the good sense of the term. Mm-hmm. Are we all aware that the person that designed the Baron Quest in The Witcher 3 is now the lead of the whole team. Yeah, Sasko. Mm-hmm. So a good- imagine a whole game built with quests like that. <laughs> I am so afraid, so afraid in the good sense of the word, okay? Not in, in the, in the mm-hmm. sense that they are going to be bad. We're going to you're, suffer. You're afraid, you're afraid that this is going to ruin you for all other video games ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but only that. I mean, uh, the other day, the other day, I, I I did a stream, and people were asking me if I was going to play the game, and uh, I was going to play the game on stream, and I am so afraid of the game, and uh, in the sense that uh, they've been they've been saying, "Oh, you're going to cry, you're going to cry," but then then I had this thought: Wait a minute, the person that designed the Baron Quest that was incredibly emotional. Is the person that now is in charge of the whole team? <laughs> I mean, how many quests like that are we going to? Are we going to do? I can't. I I won't be able to stream that game. I'm going to spend half of the game crying and shouting. <laughs> Even more considering the personal emotional re- relation that I have with certain characters in the lore. I mean, it's going to be emotionally very deep for me. I You're mean, just be I'm going to kill Sasko when I finish the game. I'm totally <laughs> sure about that. <laughs> okay, we got death threats. Never mind. 
<laughs> Angry gamer screaming at a PC while playing Cyberpunk colorized. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. But yes, I, I, I am really, really afraid, afraid of that. Afraid of the, uh, of the emotional component because I'm a person that uh, if the immersion of whatever, a film, a game, whatever, it's well done, mm-hmm. I am super incredibly immersed. And uh, yeah, and yes, I played I played the pen and paper game for for many many years, and we know that certain characters that I have uh, let's call it emotional relation with them are going to be in the game, and depending to what happens to these characters, I mean, I can cry a lot. I can cry a lot. So people were asking, "Are you going to stream?" It's like, oh, is your how well is your apartment sound insulated? So your well, neighbor- it's it's an old one, so the walls are very thick. Fortunately for the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that emotional side because that that just helped me in immersion. That helps mm-hmm. me to just keep playing the game because if just pick this up, get this back, pick this up, get this back, it was like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and they mentioned it was either on par or a lot more stressful than the Bloody Baron. I'm I'm not sure because it's obviously a article in Polish, and I had to get someone to to um translate it for me but if it's more than the bloody baron if he if he had to take a break a couple days break after and he said he wouldn't be able to um mm-hmm. to live act it either to be a motion actor because he just wouldn't be able to do it yeah yeah so I, could... actors go through that sometimes and and mm-hmm. thing is like uh this was this was a case a couple of years back when you know it always happens actors that really go inside the role and you know really change themselves into this other persona do have some can experience emotional trauma depending mm-hmm. on well, the think, think about Heath Ledger right yeah he, he succumb yeah. to his yeah yeah but sometimes an actor is going to you know get emotional around something you know the portrayal and then you know it's not going to really reflect on the person watching or playing it the same but if the actor is saying this, then if we are in for a lot. Of... <laughs> we are in for some screams <laughs> and cries. It's going to be interesting when people start streaming. I can just imagine YouTube breaking down in Twitch when this. Well, I was, I was, I was thinking. I, I'm totally convinced that if I streamed, if I streamed the game and it, and it has, you know, the emotional level that I'm expecting mm. from it, people is going to believe that I'm exaggerating. <laughs> it's going to take for granted that I'm exaggerating. Mm. No, you know, if you you spent a lot of time with this universe, of course you're going to be emotionally involved in the characters and the development. Yeah. Sasko, if you're listening to it to this, if anything happens to Johnny Silverhand, you and I are going to have a word. <laughs> Sasko sweating nervously in Poland. <laughs> Dear Lord, I know where you work. Cue the dear Lord memes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know if I... We are sponsored by Arasaka Sasko. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can pull some strings. <laughs> and be careful to what happens to foreign to us. Sorry? I said assassination is not something that is foreign to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm, go- I'm going to make a, a humorous intermission because I was discussing this this subject yesterday. I was I, it was very funny because I was tired tired of work 
And a friend of mine called me because he was hanging out in the bar next to my apartment and said, well, I'm uh, two minutes away from you. Why didn't you come here? I'm with some friends. And I thought, well, okay, I'm so tired of work. I'm going to get there. And I got there. And uh, he introduced uh, introduced his friends to me. And I was like, okay, uh, well, I'm not going to think about work. And the first thing that one of his friends asked me was, well, uh, what do you think of Cyberpunk Red? What are the differences with Cyberpunk 2020? I surprised to not think about it. <laughs> I was taking a mental break. <laughs> and we were discussing this thing about, about the quest. And, uh, and this friend of mine, he's obsessed with uh, Middle Ages uh, martial arts, European martial arts in the Middle Ages. And especially sword fighting, but realistic sword fighting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and he was making the joke that he knew people he could he could send to Sadabradeknet with a big sword <laughs> 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 in case something went wrong. <laughs> they have a wall of guns. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Actually, this friend, this friend of mine, this friend of mine, um, bought a sword to um uh, to um uh. What's the name of the people that make swords in English? Blacksmiths. Blacksmith. To a, a very famous blacksmith. And he had all his orders interrupted because Sadabrajagrat ordered a sword from the Witcher to this guy. Because he's like the best in Europe. <laughs> so the sword that my friend bought was delayed for two years. <laughs> yeah, for two, for two years? Man, yes. yeah, now that's going to be one hell of a sword. Sword crafting is uh is is not a fast thing. Mm. It, like like there are there are teams that can do it in like you know maybe a week or two, but mm. it's for the most part it is it is not a quick it is not a quick event. So especially if it's gonna be stylized and you know one piece, mm -hmm. so not massively produced, just one piece of equipment. Whew, man. That would be expensive as hell also to make, you know, pay someone to make. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you like swords, you go for the best. Yeah, of course, of course. Ah, luckily this week we had a lot, a lot to talk about, finally. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and soon, soon we may have more because, well, if they're ramping up the marketing mm. campaign, this may mean that we will see something in the Game Awards. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Between Kojima um, uh, and Kojima, because so they, so uh, Death Stranding was uh, had six nominations, nine. How many? I had a lot. Six or nine, something like that. They did have a whole lot. Yes. Well, we'll see. We'll see which one. Because I don't know. I'm still. I'm still trying to recover from that uh, joystick that Epic was the company of the year. Still recovering from that. <laughs> Because I was like, what? I read yeah. the Epic Games, I was like, what? <laughs> Did <a> what? Yeah. <laughs> Best studio for what? <laughs> I mean... Well, I, 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 guess, I guess they mean economic growth or something like that. Yeah, but you cannot, like, yeah. Uh, if, they were, if they were going for that, then yeah. But if you only think about economics, then what about the art part of the... It's really not games? about the game anymore. Yeah, it's almost if Oscars were won by the most, you know, highest grossing films. You know, you have number one film, let's say Avengers, and then they win Oscars just based on that. It doesn't make sense, and even for video games, video games should be treated more as art, and less, uh, you know, how many Twitch viewers they have, in mm -hmm. a sense. But yeah, we've been we've been going on for ninety five minutes. 
I don't know if there's any Jew that's any good question before we slowly finish this. When is the game awards? Is the twelfth? I think so. Second, I thought, isn't it's it? it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up right away. It's on um, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it's it's, it's we're not too far off from that. The thirteenth, sorry, the thirteenth, not the twelfth. Mm. The thirteenth uh, of uh, December. Yeah, mm, that is Friday. Yes, yes. Sai, we will be on stream, uh, commencing the game awards as usual. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just about to say that. I believe uh, we're probably going to end up doing something together. Uh, we might be co-streaming, so you might be able to tune into all of us on the same stream during all of the the content. Uh, we're going to have an announcement for that for sure ne- by next week. Um, so you can check that out. And it's going to be big. Like this year, they're going to have a lot of announcement announcements. We're expecting some major announcements from uh, Microsoft. We're expecting an announcement or two from uh, some upcoming titles that have been kind of keeping their head under. For now, we're expecting to see probably some teasers for the next gen games coming up. And there's a there's a few very interesting titles for that. So, yeah, we're um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I I think out of all of them, the Game Awards are probably the the most uh, probably the best event I think right now because it's the less cringy <laughs> of all of them. Um, however, I gotta I gotta give props to that Twitch Awards that just happened. Oh my goodness, that was that was epic. That was baller. That was amazing to all of the people who who were there. Um, they did not know what they were getting into, like the the you know the regular folks, because there was some uh, there was some spicy language used that day, and it was uh, it was it was interesting. Definitely, definitely fun. So yeah, drama is always fun. <laughs> Oh, did you, you you heard it though, right? Yeah, I've been following. Yeah, it's like it's like good lord, they got roasted. So fun fun stuff. Very 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 fun. Oh, how many people saw that roast? <laughs> that was so good. But um anyway, and anyway. it was spot on too. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely it was well put. Yeah. <clears throat> right where where it's supposed to be finally. <laughs> Is there a squad streaming us? Uh, Thing, availability for YouTube? I know Twitch does that. No, like, I, don't think uh, so. I, I don't think so. I don't think yet, no. YouTube needs a, a live live stream yeah. overhaul fast if they yeah, want to compete. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. They need they need a lot of stuff right mm. now. And and the fact that last time, so just careful with the spam guys, because um yeah, the, the whole marketplier thing with him, like he was getting his audience to spam certain things and um hundreds and hundreds of counts were were perma banned mm-hmm. um now they've reversed almost all of them from what i've heard uh but still it's just like wow wow somebody somebody's an absolute like an epic level idiot to to <laughs> to just like because there were complaints that came in and then like the, the people who were reviewing the complaints just didn't didn't even review it. they just like well, we don't care done mm-hmm. you know like request denied you know moving on and it's like wow you what happens when there's are... no competition whatsoever yeah yeah no but... competition and no no segregation like between uh between fields right if there was an independent body that was responsible for for verifying stuff 
Like mm-hmm. you, it might, it might work a lot better that way to say, Hey, um, I was banned or whatever. Can I get a, a ruling from a, a group body of, of people to, to kind of, you know, a, a, a peer of like equals or whatever to like sit around and you go, okay, well, let's look at this. All right. So while we agree with this, we just disagree with this point. We agree with that point. All right. Well, here's, here's the ruling. It's like, that would, you know, that, that might make it a little bit better until that system, you know, ultimately ends up getting corrupt itself. Then, you know, you swap to a different system and then you swap to a different system. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. at, at this point it's just like, it's just too much. It's <laughs> just too much stupidity. Yep. Yeah. I know. Okay. Now let's see. We have a we have a lot of people watching. Everyone, thank you so much uh, for mm-hmm. watching. Now, this uh, the stream, well, the video is going to be available as soon as YouTube does the processing. Usually takes up to half an hour, forty five minutes, maybe mm-hmm. an hour max. But it's going to be public on the channel. Don't worry about it. who's next week. By the way, I think Triple it's us. Yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure it's okay. us. Yeah. So, so next week, same the time. The calm before the storm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. As the as the year is coming to an end, as we're actually approaching 2020, I'm like so close to Cyberpunk finally. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have all the links to our social. Um, uh, my God, my brain just stopped working. To our social media sites, <laughs> YouTube, Discord, Twitter, it's everything down below. So check it out. And next week, Triple um, S League is hosting the podcast. Same time. Same day, day with the uh, with the squad, and uh, anyone has anything for the end to say? No, thank you guys so much for watching. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. to see about ninety to hundred people in here every week. It's yeah, cool. and a lot of new and we, oh yeah, lot lots of people watching it on the on the rev, like you know when they can later mm-hmm. on. That that really helps us out, and it's really good. And I, I'd say this this experiment has been an overwhelming success, and we're we're really anticipating it to be even more of a even more of an ex- blah, blah, blah. English is not my <laughs> and even more of a great success in the weeks and months to come so mm-hmm. thank thank you so much for for attending this is this is quite the uh, experiment that we've done here and it's gone over very very well so thanks and that wouldn't be possible without the community so amazing yeah absolutely amazing a rotating podcast yeah, who knew, right? Yeah, actually, actually, <laughs> I discussed this idea of a rotating podcast with my professor before I finished the academy. He was like, wait, what? You did that? I was like, how is the reach? I'm like, it's great. You get, you know, all the people from different channels. Like, oh, that's smart. You know, because <laughs> you, you just keep the community together in a way. Everyone, you know, mm-hmm. every four, four of us have a chance to, you know, do a live stream on each of our channels. We bring people together in a sense in this community and people have been amazing with the support it's insane thank you so much a lot of fun this has been a lot of fun yeah 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 35 episodes too so yeah 35 weeks (laughs) it's been a while (laughs) since we started this and yeah thank you thank you everyone for watching see you next week and uh, have a great day evening morning and bye-bye see you bye peace